Seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. We've got another great show lined up for you. But first, let's give a great big thank you to our sponsors. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Realtors Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty are here for all your real estate needs in Bemidji and the surrounding communities. Whether you are looking to purchase a home or looking to sell, call the award-winning customer service team to help. Please contact Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty, where you are their priority. Thank you, sponsors, and thanks so much to all of you for choosing to listen today. I am just so thrilled to welcome to today's show, Jennifer Berg. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Can I call you Jen? I kind of want to do, but I was like, I just, it's a habit. So we should let people know in true transparency that you actually work with my husband. I do. (laughs) I have the privilege of working with your husband. When you get to see him. When I get to see him. It's COVID has been a different year because normally he's (laughs) between two schools and you pretty much were halfway running the show. Yeah, but not more than halfway with his guidance though yeah but my goodness for. so and he loves working with you so Aww. we just we just want to be transparent that that's why I want to call you Jen right because it's more like part of the family Jen <laughs> Jen all right so you and I have actually been talking about doing the show for quite a long time yes and I think when I first approached you, oh my gosh was it 18 months ago it's been a long time uh, it was so I actually had entered into I remember this because it was out of my comfort zone it's out of my comfort zone to be here for sure but um we I had entered into the Lord put on my heart um right before Christmas of last year no the year before to um really dive into Advent what what that means to the the leading up of Jesus birth and so we started to um uh get like a candle set and we started on Sunday nights to turn off the, all the lights in our home and light each candle according to the week. And you started this past, um, uh, December of 2020, you started an advent and a, a joy, joy of advent. Yes. yes. The joy of advent. And I just found that perfect. And of course we were already Facebook friends. So I sent you my advent candle picture, um, and said, this is perfect timing we will incorporate this into the season and it was wonderful words yeah and we'll come back to that advent thing because it actually ties a little bit into your progression as we talked about some of the thoughts and themes for today so we're going to hold the advent thought 
first let's let people get to know a little bit about you. Okay. Like, have you always lived in Bemidji? Are you married, kids? All of those good questions. So as a child, um, we my, my favorite childhood memories are that of Grand Rapids, but we only lived there for five and a half years before my dad made a huge career change. And we became, um, so when I entered high school, we became a, um, a Methodist um, family and my dad became a Methodist pastor and it rocked our family. Um, and of course, I used to, um, basically my, my dad's favorite last words of mine is I came home from a gathering when I was in high school and I said, well, I gave my life to the Lord, but don't expect anything from me. <laughs> well... <laughs> There began the journey. <laughs> I can so picture the scene. I love it. <laughs> but that there began the journey. And when I entered college, my second year of college, because it was very self-focused for me when I was in freshman, a freshman in college. But the Lord started to speak to me. Um, I, for some reason, didn't stop attending church. Um, and um, I just I would get involved in the maybe like the church choir um, that was for the college students. And the Lord just kind of kept after me and one day I finally did open my Bible and that's when the joy of the Lord took over I had just kind of a heavy feeling in my kind of in my my heart really is where it stemmed and as I read God's Word which I think originally was from the Psalms I could feel that heaviness lifting and I knew something is different I, I can read any other book but when I go to the Word of God it's affecting me personally and there began the journey. Mm. Yeah, and I knew that um, I needed to, to dig in deeper. Yeah. I love that you are bringing this up because there is something in what you're saying about, like, it started to reach you personally. It became, you started be getting transformed. Yeah, I didn't know it at the time, I don't think, because I, I really think there began the battle. Yeah. There began the real battle between... Um, what the world was calling me to do, and what God was calling me to do. And um, say yeah. more about this, the battle. This yeah. is, I'm so glad you're bringing this up, because there are a lot of battles going on right now, aren't I mean, they're there all the time. And they're there at multiple levels yeah. of our lives. Yes. And don't you find mm. it interesting that as people start to do that digging in, the battle begins? Yeah, yes, absolutely. But what I've noticed, and here's maybe where the uh, the paradox is of it all, is I've noticed because of the foundation now that I have in, in God's word and a support system of, of family and friends who also um, have a strong faith um, and believe. And I, I don't just close myself in a closet and only subject myself to just this you know, group of friends, I, I do get out there, you know, I'm not afraid to, to intermingle and, and get to know people and what's their story. I'm actually very interested in that. That interests me and fascinates me. Um, but um, what I notice is that because I can tell the difference now between the king of heaven and the king of this world, I, I can see the difference now. Um, it, it actually leads me closer to God now, strangely enough, than confuses me and causes me to fall into chaos. And maybe that's where that love of joy that you and I share yeah, comes well, in. Well, and, and I want to get to that joy thing. And 
I love that you're bringing this up. I, I sometimes use this phrase like, you know when you know when you know. I love that, yeah. What happens when we don't know what we don't know? And so I think of Paul with scales removed from his eyes. And so one of the interesting things is you talk about being able to differentiate it so clearly. Others may not be at that point. And is it possible that the battle begins because now we know there's a battle? The battle was always there. It always has been. But at some point, as you started developing that personal relationship with the Lord and you started digging in and you became more aware, all of a sudden there was this reality of, oh, now I get it. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's kind of opposing. It's, ongoing it's, journey it's an too, ongoing journey. Yeah. But as you're talking about it, my guess is a lot of people listening are thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like as our awareness cre- increases and as our learning increases, it shows up differently. Yeah. And, and we get more prepared yeah. to deal with that. And using the defenses of um, your prayer life. What does your prayer life look like? Um, when was the last time you opened God's word and got into it? And um, um, some people say, well, you know, the, the Bible's good, but it confuses me. And my dad, ha- he had said as a pastor, he said, then you send them to Proverbs because Proverbs is Quite crystal clear in its instruction um, and then begins the you know am I gonna obey or am I not or am I gonna listen or not yeah. or you know and um, and of course the book of John you know yeah. uh, tells the story of Jesus and and so but just spending you know just a little bit of time maybe a chapter at a time maybe a couple verses at a time you yeah. know just letting that sink in and then um, surrounding yourself with a couple of, I mean, having a friend who just loves joy is really a yeah. good, but there might be other fruits of the spirit that, yeah. you know, so let's get, okay. So you're bringing okay. up, you're bringing up Proverbs and John and I'm like, uh, girlfriend, what about Acts? Let's get on to Dev and possibly part of your favorite because we're all yeah. about the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. So you and I, that is one thing that we, we know when we know, when we know that when you see a fruit of the spirit, you know it's a fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy yes. Spirit. Where it comes from, the origin. The origin. So let's get into that because now, yeah. okay, we got the, we got all the other stuff out of the way. Let's get into it because now it's like you can just feel the Spirit start moving, can't you? Yes. Woo-woo, here we go. <laughs> they can't see us dancing, by the way. <laughs> That's probably good. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't want you to be afraid now. Right. <laughs> so tell me it, it kind of sounds like you sort of started having this holy spirit thing when you had the, the in college when you went you had that you kind of popped into the word and they well like you popped into the word but you made an intentional decision to intentional get into the world decision, word yeah. and you started noticing something changing and you started getting transformed let's talk about the holy spirit in this because people have a little bit of different uh philosophies about this some are like oh no you have this baptism the holy spirit you have this whatever and i remember at christian healing ministries uh one of the training teacher folks said something to the effect of there's a lot that people will say about it but here's what we know you know before you had it and you know after you had it Mm. and people will know if you have it because of the fruits from it That was powerful. That is powerful. So, wow. sort of using that as context, Okay. what do you know about it? <laughs> oh, that's a big question. Well, because because really, it's. I think it is sometimes hard to put the finger on it because some people, yeah. it's super powerful when they have a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I mean, there is, for some people, it is a very profound experience. For yeah. other people, it's just all of a sudden they knew 
the Holy Spirit was working in them. Okay, so going to Galatians 6, 9, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Above all these, there's no law against these. Um, So I think there's people that, like, they they maybe, they, they gravitate, we'll say, to a certain fruit maybe. Um, so not everybody's going to be filled with joy not everybody's going to, you know, be forever patient, (laughs) but there are some people that in, I think of the word endurance because of this COVID year, you know, we've been through and in the craziness they've endured in faithfulness. Like, where do you get your joy from? You know, where does that come from? Because of the hard year we've had, people have lost family members. Um, there's been a lot of confusion, a lot of things going on. Um, but yet there's this joy that exudes out of them. You have no reason to have that in the worldly state of everything. You know, you, you have, why do you have that? But yet it endures. It floats to the surface, we'll say. And that can't be out of necessarily human quality, you know, human control. Because, you know, really, that's when we get squeezed like a tube of toothpaste, what comes out is usually what's inside of us. Mm. So, uh, you know, yes, are we struggling? Absolutely. But what, what comes out and what comes to the top and what, is what others see. Why should you have that when you've had all this stuff happen to you? And what did you say? Sometimes the people that suffer the most... It's well, my, I think you and I, this is before we went on the air is I, I made the comment that I know people who are suffering, but still have joy because they know the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And almost I know, like a de- depth. It, yeah, then. it is a depth. And there is, it's sort of, oh, I, I hate this phrase. I keep, I, I know when I know when I know, but it is that, you know, it, you know, when you see it, I, a lot of times when I'm doing ministry for uh, people with healing and things and you know the people that already have that foundational relationship with the Lord and they are just seeking that person to be praying with them and then there's the individuals that you can just like they are really in pain they're struggling they haven't even met the Lord yet right Mm. so there's definitely something in that about we can have suffering and have joy yeah there's a container for both yeah when you know the Lord and, and can you have some of these without the Lord? Yes. Um, like I think of kindness. Can you be a kind person? Absolutely. Um, but what? where's the depth there? And how long does it last? You know, like, like happiness versus joy. Um, is it going to stick around when everything is go- tanking? You know, this is, I love that you're bringing this up. I often refer to it as an EKG machine. Mm. So when I am in life, if I am not with that depth of relationship with the Lord, it does look blippy all the time. When I am in relationship with the Lord, it doesn't mean that there aren't blips. Yeah. However, they tend to stay more above for one thing they don't tend to flatline unless the lord chooses to flatline me right and the tools that i have to keep myself going are foundations such as the bible prayer friends that obviously you know can speak to these things so there's there is a difference and and you know it you see it and 
I know I'm sure people say it to you all the time. People be it to me like, how can you have so much joy? Like, how can you, you've got all this stuff, you have all these things. And we're, I've been uh, doing a lot of focus this month is PTSD awareness mm-hmm. month. Yeah. And I am doing this day by day chronicle. Like I'm basically doing this. Here's what the journey was like. Here's what the journey has been. And each day I'm putting a different focus for it. And the, the response has been amazing. Mm-hmm. And what people are saying to me is number one, I didn't have a clue. Number two, uh, you are so different than you were back then. So the people that did know, well, that's because I was completely transformed by the Holy Spirit throughout this entire process of this, right? And that means people can see the difference. Yeah. And it's not, you know, there's, there's been, the Word of God has endured through thousands of years. So the beautiful thing is, we don't have to reinvent this wheel. It's already there for us. There to there, it's been passed on from pre- previous generations. We have the privilege of passing it on to the next generations, and so to to be able to to follow that and let the Lord guide us through it, it it's a beautiful thing. And yeah, it it, it maybe defies reason. You know, it, it defies that reason. So. And as humans. We always want a reason, don't we? Yeah. I want to know why this happened. Right. I want to know. <laughs> I, I, we can almost self-help ourselves to that, right? I mean, we can really just go down that, that rabbit trail sometimes. I had somebody say something to me this past week that I thought was fascinating. And uh, I'm obviously do a lot of work in the coaching industry. And the, the individual with whom I work, who is also a person, person who is Christian, said, you know, really, all of these tools are great, all these everything, but really... This is all, it is all biblical, isn't it? Every single mm. tool, this goes right back to the Bible. Yeah, it really does. And it's and, neat that this person could connect yes. the two. It wasn't maybe forced down their throat. It wasn't, you know, it, that they could, their eyes were open to be able to see, oh, this these tools are, are from God's word. And... Obviously, you know, the, the way that things get designed, you know, people continue to modify things and they make it for their own. The thing that for me, there's such a distinction about when we are doing things in service of community, in service of world, in service of God versus of it's all about me. And this this conversation has gotten very distorted lately mm-hmm. because there is a difference. And this is the distinction. There's a difference in self-care right? As in, I'm taking care of myself to be in service of others to, okay, right? Versus self, like it's all about me, Mm -hmm. ego, pride, right? Because that is a very dangerous place, right? And I think that's contradictory and it doesn't really have a lot of roots. That's what I've observing it. So you talk a lot about, I love that you're bringing up this stuff about foundationally, who are you at the core? Foundationally, what does that look like? And when you have the foundation Everything comes from that. Tell us about this. (laughs) I actually can answer that one only because of I was in my car. I was I actually went during my lunch break. It was before school was out. I have Q107 tuned in. So it was on when I got in the car, drove to the grocery store, came back. And in that time period, I was listening to I don't even know what was on at that time of the day. But anyways, it was really good. Um, And this man uh, who was speaking, he had said, 
you during the good times you build your foundation strong that means when things are going great you know things are working out you know the way you want make sure that you give the lord the beginning of the day and the end of the day spend a little time with him to start your day make him the center of all that you do through the day thank him at the end of the day and then he said that is your foundation when things are going well because a lot of times we tend to forget oh things are going great i don't need god that's the time to build it strong so when the storms of life come your foundation is solid and you can be carried through those tough times that tough time might last for six months a year a couple of years it might last for a week it might last for a day but and then of course relying on him during that not stopping um your time um yes. and in in reaching for him and of course there's a whole new form of worship when you're in grief um, there's a real rich form of worship yeah. in, in, in grief because you're more face down before him. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when things, you make it through that storm, thanking him and looking back, what can I thank him for? That thankfulness is literally, I mean, it's, med- it's there's got to be some medical <laughs> things to thankfulness because oh, it's yes. amazing how, how medicinal it is. That's the word Absolutely. I'm looking for. And, and, and we know this, but it's scriptural anyway. Like, it's all in there. And this is, I think sometimes we feel like, oh, we, we've reinvented. It's like, no, it's all there. Like, yeah. this is, God yeah. already had it there. We get there. to experience it. We get to experience yeah. it. And we may experience it through a different way. But it was still, God created this. And this is the place. By the way, have you ever noticed of course, God allows things to happen because he wants people to get closer to him. And sometimes those things happen so we can. So he opens the door for that to happen. I also find a lot of friends I have who maybe I'm not going to say they don't know the Lord. I think they do know the Lord, but they've just chosen maybe a different path. The minute mm-hmm. something goes down, who's one of the first people they call? The people who they know foundationally have the Lord. Yes, because deep down, deep down, it's like they know. And I I think there's something, boy, that's a, my gosh, we could do a whole show on that. (laughs) I want to go back to the joy of Advent. Okay. Because you had this great analogy around uh, the Advent moving into the Easter time period. We have to to talk. Just one word. Yes, we have to talk about this. (laughs) And there's actually a song that goes with it, but I'm not going to sing it. But anticipation. Um, The the Lord uh, put on my heart a couple of years ago. Um, to anticipate Christmas because guess what I had reached that time where I was not the organized shop in July get all your Christmas gifts gotten and so by November uh, Thanksgiving which I loved would come and go then December 1st would come and I was like hmm it's time to go on a month's vacation (laughs) because I would call December the only month with uh, a deadline so guess what was my eyes on Christ no so uh, my eyes were on, you know, all the deadlines I had to reach by Christmas Eve. Uh, and so um, finally, it kind of hit a breaking point where I really needed to change my focus. And uh, the Lord basically kind of, um, I, in my prayer time, the, because I definitely prayed about this, um, the word anticipation, anticipate Christ's birth. And so that's where it all started, um, is I started, and so this past year I I felt like I was given the gift of anticipation anticipating Christmas um, each day before it came and when I didn't reach all my things I wanted to do I had a peace about it and then I was able to fully experience um, the the joy of Christ's birth and what does that what does that mean to our world what does that 
what does that mean? You know, what, where's the weight of that? And, and how does that affect myself? How does that affect my family? How does that affect um, us? Because my parents had been traveling around the world and mom would say, I was looking for Jesus sightings in Spain. Oh, and this year I was looking for Jesus sightings in Italy. And um, she had done that a couple of times when they had taken trips in December. And it was neat, the pictures she would send from that. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would apply it to Easter, the 40 days um, leading up to the to the crucifixion and then the, the great joy that comes from the resurrection of Christ. And um, so I kind of applied that discipline um, to to the, the kind of that I called it kind of the march to the cross, you know, kind of leading up to the, to the cross. And um, and then when my daughter got married in May, two weeks out, it just kind of hit me like, oh, it's coming. And I started to get kind of in a panicky mode. And I thought, well, I've kind of been practicing this anticipation. Uh, why don't I apply it to my daughter's wedding, which is really an exciting time. And it was amazing. Um, the kind of the journey that led to the altar. <laughs> so wow. joy, joy, yeah, indescribable, indescribable, overwhelming joy. I yeah. Love this. yeah. It, and I love that you're bringing up, you know, we talked about being intentional. You can be intentional about anticipating, right? And it's interesting because a lot of people uh, don't necessarily stay in anticipation or appreciation, right? They mm. have all these expectations. Ooh. And when we reframe the expectation to anticipation, it changes everything. Yeah. It changes yeah. everything. And I love, and it even feels like a different energy, doesn't it? Yeah. But, and maybe part of that is I don't like being fearful. I fight it. I don't like being stressed out. I fight it. I don't know where that comes from, but I just don't. I, and I don't like feeling guilty. I fight it where I think, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't understand maybe why do I fight it where others get into that? I, that would be a study or a we, conversation for another we'll, day we'll for me to understand for under a new maybe. study that we're starting here at the Joy Institute. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, that'll be our next thing. That'll be oh. our next project is the Joy Institute. There's a vision. Well, I'll tell you. I it's interesting that we bring. I actually had, I had this great brainstorm one day to go get a PhD and actually research joy. Kind of oh. like Brene Brown does all the shame researching. Like I'm like, oh, I want to be this joy researcher. I want to research joy. Yeah. Well, hello. Pick up your Bible. It's kind of right there. It's right there. <laughs> Get to know the Holy Spirit. It's right there. And and I'm not sure. I, I would have to obviously go to the right place that would, you know, get what we're talking about here. Um, and isn't that an interesting thing that mm-hmm. we just know yeah. because we get it, right? And it's that's a whole, I mean, boy, that could be a whole nother show too. Right? I don't even I mean, know where is, that comes from. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So as you think about joy and it's not just joy as a fruit of spirit there's more than one right but you and i of course we all are all about the joy if you could leave people with just a couple Mm. thoughts what would Mm. it be oh that's a good one um i mean maybe when deb had asked me to to be on the radio right away i just thought of myself what could i say what would you know would there be a difference what could i make a difference and Really, it was just, you know, letting, laying down maybe my own insecurities and and letting God maybe do the work. So my hope, my dad said 
um, he said one thing I don't I don't know it all I don't know anything but I do know the one who knows mm. and that was you know just a, a wonderful humble way so and then he said I know that one person is listening and one person's life will be changed because of the words that I can let God speak through me and so I guess that's my hope today as someone out there is touched and thankfully I've been able to answer phones for Q107, so I know there's lives out there that are getting touched. I've been able to pray with them. So that's my first place is being in the share uh answering phones. I know there are people out there who are hungering after the living water, who are searching for the bread of life, and Jesus is it. Yeah, amen. I know you brought a scripture in today that you wanted to share with us, and we were hopeful that you could share it. So Me? Yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, yes, you, you. So um, Deb had asked me right away, and I, I said, okay, I will in June. And right, right away I'm like, well, what am I going to say? And this Bible verse came to me from a friend um, in the mail, Romans 12, 12. It says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And that's it. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And what a great way to end our show today. Yeah. Jennifer Berg, you are amazing. You are too. <laughs> and you do. I see the Holy Spirit. I mean, like, I just see God in you. Like, he, God is working in you. And then the fruits of the Holy Spirit, more than one, by the way, not just joy, are in you. So I am just, thank you for blessing everybody today with your presence here and mm, letting the Lord speak through you. you. It's been a joy Yeah, it has <laughs> to be been. with you. Yeah, thank you so much. And she even brought me a rhubarb muffin from Big Apple Bagels. Thank you. And she brought me a coffee. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so we're, we're bringing a little joy into the world today. So, yeah. um, and we want to thank all of you for choosing to tune in today and uh, go, to the, go to that Bible if you feel like you need a little more direction and yes, uh, please. to one of our places that are the favorite. Friends, yeah. thank you so much for listening today. We want to remind you to live joy and share joy. Thank you for tuning in. Live joy, share joy, shine your light to the world. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.